Welcome to Inside Albatross. With Inside Albatross, we go behind the scenes to discover how we at Albatross work on creating the experience of a lifetime for our guests. My name is Thomas Dack, and I'm your host. Our guest today is Ida Vertsjen, Finnish tour leader based in the wonderful Sicily. We talk about this season in Sicily, the highlights, the history, and much more. Buckle up, here we go. Hi, Ida, and welcome to Inside Albatross. Hi, Thomas. Thank you. Good to be here. Yeah, it's so far, so nice. And you're with us directly from the wonderful Sicily, here right after New Year's, <laughs> which we will talk much more about today. Yes. But let's start with you. And how did you end up in Sicily and with Albatross? Uh, well, I ended up in Sicily uh, f- uh, meeting my future husband, still a future husband. <laughs> and... and, and um, So I moved here and, and uh, got work as a guide for Thomas Cook UK and stayed here then. And then uh, was working with uh, different agencies, also Auringo Matkat, Finnish agencies. And, and then one winter I got a call from my friend uh, from Finland that Albatros was looking for guides in, in Sicily, in Taormina. And I called them and, and uh, here I am. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Already, yeah. I think it was like 2014. I think, if I don't remember wrong. Yeah. What did you do in Finland before you came to Sicily? Well, I did uh, theater, um, radio work, and then I also um, worked in casino. Um, uh, I was a, a dealer, <laughs> and yeah. So yeah, lots of different things. But yeah, they were the let's say the main main work that I, I, I did. So being a guide is almost part of theater, part of radio work, part of all this, you know, uh, being with people and, and also the, let's say the casino time that I was as a dealer has helped a lot, especially in difficult situations because, yeah, that was basic, uh, uh, that was a, yeah interesting time as well. How would you say it is living in Sicily and Taormina? What is the big difference compared to back home? Uh, biggest difference is, um, of course, the sunny and warm weather. No, yeah. <laughs> but also the the lifestyle is much more relaxed. It's much more people centered, and we don't work with calendars. I don't know if even the Sicilians know about the. You know, as we in Scandinavia, at least in Finland, we always talk about the number of the weeks. Like week 42, we have a holiday. I don't think they even even think about that. It's a day-to-day based kind of living. You live at the moment. You meet people. You talk with them. And you have always time. Time is like, I think that's the most uh, different, can I say like this, most like the different idea the time that we always have here you always have time but like in Finland we are always busy 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 doing lots of things but here even if you're working you you always have time so I think that's the biggest difference for me at least at least to learn that kind of relaxed mentality yeah yeah did, did it take time to to uh, to learn it Yes, couple couple of years. I remember like the first times we had um, with my husband. We went out with my uh, with his friends then, our friends, and we had like appointment at nine. So he was taking the shower at nine. <laughs> Where was like <laughs> I was already ready. Like we have to go. No, we have time. You know, just it took couple of years to understand that I don't have to be on time. Yeah. yeah. 
except work wisely, of course, working with UK and, and Scandinavia. So, of course, yeah, work wisely time, but like otherwise, you just have to take your time. So, Sicily is a huge hit with the Albatross customers. Can you tell me about Sicily? I, I have never been. So, how would you describe it to someone like me? Oh, Sicily is beautiful. It's absolutely beautiful. And and I think the the beauty is also that you don't really think uh, if, when you think about Sicily, normally people think it's only like beach and and sun, but you don't you don't really think that this island is the biggest islands of the Mediterranean. Lots of history, all of the like world history has gone through here in this let's say small big island. So uh, there is so much to see and to do. Like let's say now, for example, in the winter we had like. Or we have beautiful weather during the day. You can go to the beach, 20 degrees, but you can go on Etna and ha- and to ski. So where in Europe can you do that? Here in Sicily. So this is also like this. There's It's exotic. It's green. It's beautiful. Really good food. Why well, you have to come here, of course. And then it's just, it's amazingly rich, like, in all sense that I I notice on the clients as well. If we go from let's say to Taormina to Palermo, which is Palermo is the other other the western side of the island, the landscape how it changes. It's like people don't believe that this is such a you know different. It's not all the same. If you yeah, it's just it's really really big island with beautiful landscapes, history and. Yeah, you have to come here to to see that this place is true. <laughs> yes, it's clearly on my bucket list for one of the things, uh, one of the places in Europe I want to uh, to visit the most. So you mentioned that Sicily has a very deep and fascinating history. Can you give us uh, some tidbits of uh, of why this is so important? Oh, the history. Uh, well, we have here on the island we have seven UNESCO heritage sites. That's uh, that's a really really lot. We have seventy sites of museums and archaeological places to visit, and the most famous, of course, is the archaeological area of Valley of the Temples. That they have every year more than one million visitors because that's the, the like the only place where you can see really good uh, Greek temples outside of Greece. And of course, our so the the the, the history and the archaeological sites that we or the island offers, for, especially for the history lovers, it's it's amazing. You can you can stay here almost twenty years and not have seen all of the places. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, there's so many places. More you go on the road and say, oh, oh, there's a, there's some kind of archaeological site. Let's go and see it. You know, it's just it's just amazing. But as I said before, all of the history, all the world history, has been here. Like when the Greeks came here around. 750 BC so it started from there of course before as well but it's like it's it's incredible it's just yeah it's incredible so what are some of your personal highlights of the island what are your secret places well secret places I really love Orticia the the old town of Syracuse I think it's just it's beautiful it's um yeah, you have to come and see it. It's just uh, it's, it seems a bit like Taormina, but it's it's uh, there's something with the light. How and 
you know, it's just beautiful to have walks there. And of course, the southern parts of Sicily, you maybe if you've seen the um, Commissario Montalbano, a TV series. So there's places like Ragusa, Ipla, uh, which are really beautiful, or Modica, for example, it's also really beautiful. And of course, Etna is always a place to go. I think Etna is something amazing, and it's every day I look at Etna and I see, and you know, a different place. It's like it's just I love Etna. That just yeah, that's that's the place where I I love to go always. It's lots of walks that you can do going on with bike. Of course, now during the winter you can ski. And then, and it's and it's just beautiful. So, what is the situation with Etna now? We saw earlier in the year, uh, last year, we saw that uh, there was volcanic rain. Yeah, well, Etna was had like it's one of its. Uh, Etna has cycles, so it erupted fifty-five yeah. times last year, fifty-five times. So oh. it was like really active cycle of Etna. We had like eruptions almost every day it seemed and they lasted really long the volcanic ash that we had or almost like sand normally in taormina we don't have that that's normally only in the area of of etna catania is the one place where they have more of this sand and it's it's really exotic also for us to walk with umbrella and have the black stones coming so so yeah but etna was really active and we had beautiful eruptions I say beautiful eruptions, like Etna is close, but it's still the the distance is the security distance. So we are not in danger when Etna is erupting. We can just admire all the beautiful lava flow that is coming. Not many times it comes on this side, on the north side. So we can just go on the main piazza and see it in the evening. So it's 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 amazing, beautiful. So this year was uh, um, Sicily was a huge hit with the Albatross customers, and you had a lot of Albatross guests. Can you tell us a little bit about the different trips that we had and how the season went? The season went really well. People were just, I think, after almost, I don't know, one and a half years that we didn't have lots of traveling going on. So as Scandinavians are the travelers of the world, we normally travel maybe three, four times a year. So they have they had to be home as well. So I think that's also the, the positive Uh, mentality that they all the clients had they were just so amazed and did all the excursions and had lots of questions also the finish which is not normal for us we all only listen and maybe one can ask something but now they were really active so that was really nice to know so our excursions that we do here of course around when we have the long stay that's it's three weeks We have lots of uh, free days that we organize, for example, walks to down up a town up here called Castelmola or down to the beach. There's lots of nice walks that we do together with the clients. Um, organized excursions we have uh, that are included are from the Savoca Forza da Cro excursions, what is included. These are the two towns where the Godfather film has been filmed in the 70s. Oh, yeah. So these are always a huge hit. And then we put like in the uh, afterwards, we put in uh, in the hotel, we show the films and they can see the places because these two towns really haven't changed at all from the 70s. They just know the places where, where when you see them on the film. Then um, 
Catania, we go all together to Catania and have a walk there and people have free time just because Catania is a beautiful big town and there's lots to see. And, and it's also after this excursion that we do all together, people go on their own and, and just with the local bus, they can just go and visit it. Then we have um, Sunday um, lunch kind of uh, trip, which is to Randazzo and to a local really good restaurant to have a, like a Sicilian uh, lunch, lots of food, lots of fine, lots of fun. And then like the excursions that people can um, buy are um, Agricento and Piazza Armerina. Of course, Agricento, I, rem- I, I told before about the Valley of the Temples, uh, where we have like a two hours walk. Then we go to Piazza Armerina, which is the, there's, this huge Roman villa with more than 3,000 square meters of mosaics that are beautifully saved. If you just look on the internet, uh, Villa Armerina, Piazza Armerina, Villa del Casale, you will find all the mosaics. They're beautiful. Then, of course, Siracusa. We visit the um, Ortiza and the archaeological site, uh, which is beautiful as well. And then, of course, Etna. Uh, it's the hit that everybody always, everybody comes to Edna. Even repeaters, they come to Edna. And 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 uh, then we do Messina for the long stays as well as as another as another like a town just to go and and visit, which is also really nice and and a bit different than Catania because Messina had had um, in the late 800s a really big tsunami that destroyed all of the town so it's it's mm. remade in the 19 in the beginning of the 1900s so it's a bit you can see the contrast of the old sicilian and the new sicilian towns and and these are our excursions that we offer also for the two weeks and and for the long stay people yeah so we have we have the, can you uh, explain the difference between the two week stays and the three week stays the two weeks days, as as I think you you in Denmark you call them like her schooler. We don't call that in Finnish because we don't have that kind of concept. It's um, it's like a culture holiday, and um, the big difference is that two weeks we are more. We are of course we have only two weeks, so we have more. We do lots of things. The clients have less of. They have like two days off maybe. Depends how active they want to be. We organize lots of other things uh, also. And and uh, that's the biggest difference. And also the people that come, maybe it's the, the difference is, is the clients. Uh, of course, because you understand three weeks, you have lots of free times. But the two-week clients are the ones that really want to go and want to, like, you know, discover and always on the go and go and want to do excursions and all that and then the three-week ones are more of like, you know, they ask about renting cars, doing things on their own, coming to our excursions, but they are more like on a holiday mentality. I don't know if you understand what I mean. They're more yeah. relaxed. They want to see on their own as well as the two-weeks ones are the ones that are they, they want to go and learn, and, 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 and that's the biggest difference. Can you uh, talk a little bit about uh, Taumina and the hotels that we use in Taumina? Uh Taormina is a um, beautiful old town. Uh, we have our Corso Umberto, which is like the uh, the main street where you have your passeggiata, as the Italians call the walk, the walk of the day. At least a couple of days, you a couple times a day, you go on Corso Umberto and have your walk. And uh, 
stamina is on the hill. So uh, about the cable car. So the cable car goes every day down to the beach. There's also steps that you can take. Uh, it takes about 20 minutes walk. The cable car is about five minutes. Yeah, that's the beach. And, and yeah, and then up we have like Madonna della Rocca where there's a beautiful old monastery and the church carved in, in, a, in, a, in, a, in like a stone. Uh, and then Taormina is like small streets, alleys to walk and admire the, the beautiful flowers that everybody has on their balconies. How do the customers like Taormina? They love Taormina. And of course, it's like the first couple of days that they are always saying, oh, but it, there's such a big, like the, the, the difference with, with the height, because Taormina is not yeah. a flat so you have lots of steps going up and down. So they're like, oh, um, um, it's, there's uh, like, th this is the, let's say the, the thing that they always say, but there's so much walking. Taormina is only like, the Corso Umberto is less than one kilometer long. And that's the only place that it's really uh, flat. But then of course, going up and down, you, you have lots of stairs and lots of uh, height differences. So that's something that they always say, but they really love it. And they love the small kind of coffee places we can have, small restaurants, because it's it's a really, really small town. And our hotel, the main hotel is Ariston, which is really, really nice and really well uh, situated. It's just situated above the um, bus terminal. So basically, when they come, they can walk from the bus directly up to hotel And then also like excursion mornings, if we have early mornings, it's just two minutes and they're on the bus. Of course, Finnish people are already 15 minutes before. <laughs> <laughs> yes, of course. <laughs> But yeah, that's, that's, I think the, how Ariston is situated is just uh, really, really great for our clients. And also the hotel staff, for example, is, is really nice. And, and it's always really well, well uh spoken with the clients they're really happy there also the rooms are clean and and modern and as as well as the as the the areas the local like how do you call the common areas are really nice as well and they have a pool and that's nice that they also let the um the albatross clients we can use the pool even in october and november because normally you know italians or or You know, nobody goes to swim on an ice pool except Scandinavian. So they let us use that as well. And also in the springtime. So so that's that's kind of nice that they do that for us. Yeah. And the yeah, food I is really I don't, I, 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 don't, I can't imagine there's any weather where Finnish people would not use the pool. No. But I also was uh, also Danish. Uh, we had this year. This year, October, we had like many Danish that went to swim. And then it's like, I didn't know that Danish have this. Our clients did. <laughs> we have C2 as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, yeah. So, Albatross really loves Sisley. How, how, how about the team? How many were you this year? We were many this year. We, we were all together. If I don't know, remember everything. I think we were eight because we had... Yeah, we had really big team. We had two Finnish, uh, then we had two Swedish, Norwegian, and three Danish. Because Danish were the they they really they had the high schooler, so of course they couldn't uh, like one person can't do lots of them. They had like three. I think they had 
if I don't remember wrong, they had three groups at the same time. So that's why we had the three team, that three leaders. Yeah. I wanted to ask you about guest service and the guest experience. If you were to give some advice to a new tour leader, what are some of the most important things that you have learned over the years working with thousands of clients? That there's no difficult clients. There's only difficult situations. And that's, I think that's the thing you have to always remember. It's, you know, with that in mind, you always, you know, you always take the person as a person and the situation, you know, the situation is the difficult one and just to to be calm and, and you know, take it as it, is, as it is. I think that's the the main thing. And enjoy and tell what you know, you know, tell your personal experiences, your personal passions, for example. People love to hear that, that you know something about, you know, some strange stuff. <laughs> you know, they love that, you know. So, yeah, just be yourself and... Difficult situations, not difficult people. And that's it's a it's a question about the mindset you have about the situation. Yeah. And if you see people as difficult, then then you get biased in some way. Yeah. And then it, you're already lost. You know what I mean? Then you just lose it because you just you know it's all the negativity that then comes directly to you as a person. But it's not it's not their fault. They got maybe they thought they got a better room and they didn't. So it's just a situation that happened and then you just try to solve it. Yeah. When you have a, uh, now I'm doing air quotes, but a difficult person or a difficult situation in front of you, what is your strategy there? Because <laughs> it depends always of the, uh, of. Um, but it, I think it's like just to be calm not, and listen and listen and listen, not to, you know, not to provoke the person or the situation, just let them speak. And especially here, I notice, like, also just speak firstly with the client on their own. Of course, nobody understands Finnish, but like just to yeah. listen to them and then go and talk with the hotel or whatever situation it is on their own and then maybe try to get them together. But depends of course, of the person, if, it, if they're really nervous, then just let them speak and scream, you know, to me, for example, I just listen and, and try to understand and, and then start from there, just that they get their first, you know, the first anger away. So it always helps for all the situations, because we want to be listen. Also, if you think about yourself, I think, if you're in a difficult situation, and you have somebody in front of you that is not listening to you, you get like more, ah, I want to, you know, you get more stressed about all the situation and more angry. So if you just let them talk and listen and try to understand so they get calmed and start to think of their own, own mindset as well. So, yeah, that's what I do. <laughs> I can, when you say this, I can't. I can't uh, not think about it. Also, that when you listen to people, sometimes solutions come up that you might not have thought of from yeah. the start. Yeah. Uh, that and often the solution. Uh, we have many customers, uh, many customers, but we have customers that uh, that talk to quality department when they come home. And I remember also talking to many of them when you asked them how could we solve this situation so that you are happy. 
oftentimes the solution that they come up with is much less expensive than the one that I would have come <laughs> up with. And it's not only because, of course, you want to save money, but also just listen to how would you want it solved? Because because sometimes it's a different it's a different way of solving it than I would have thought of. They don't they don't want money back. They want something else. Yeah, and and that might be fine. Uh, and sometimes, of course, it's totally unreasonable what they are saying, and then you have to take it from there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. That's, true. Uh, that's the way. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, uh, what is going on now in January and the new year? Are you guys on? Uh, is is it accustomed in Sicily that you go on a diet, or are you in the <laughs> coffee shop every day <laughs> eating again? How is how is it looking in Italy? What do you do in the new year? Is it uh, in the new year? Uh, in the new years, of course, you go out. They have always this. Um, Cenone, like these big dinner, uh, big dinner parties where you go in a restaurant and then you have like lots of dishes coming and and you just eat with your friends, and then you go dancing. Maybe in the same restaurant, there's music. Of course, now COVID year is different, but normally you do this kind of things. And then uh, at midnight, you eat uh, lentil soup. That brings you good fortune and money. So always at midnight you have to eat lentils and eat, drink champagne. So we get rich. <laughs> That's the secret. Of lots of lentils. Yes. Um, and um, yeah, lots of uh, like fireworks all over, and and people also throwing old things like glass things from the balcony. So you have to be also careful not to get yeah. a, a, a glass in your head. Um, Diets, I don't know if they do dieting in Italy or here in South Italy. So. No, they love no, food. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that it seems like a Scandinavian thing that we're all dieting now yeah, and, in the and, new year. Yeah, 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 yeah. One month. No. Yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. Thank you so much for uh, for being on and talking a little bit to us about Sicily and the season. It's uh, it's wonderful to hear uh, about your you guys work down there. Thank you. It was my pleasure to be here. Thank you. Take care, yeah. you too. Thank and you. say hello to uh, to the to the kids, which we have uh, taken their PlayStation time away. Yeah, from. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Okay, Thank take you. care. Ciao. Ciao. Ciao.